Hello, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, <laughs> Andrew. Yeah. How are you doing today? I'm I'm good. I feel productive. Productive. Yeah, full yeah. of vim and vinegar. Vigor? Even. Yeah. Wow. Not vigor. No. Vinegar. Hmm? Oh, vim and vinegar. Yeah. Hmm? My favorite drink down got- at the. Anyways, so uh, Andrew, I have a, I have a. a oh, how, how are you, John? No, I, my, I am that so I have like, a thought. It's not important. It's not important right now. I have a thought, Andrew. Go ahead. And I need, I, I need you to talk about this with me. Okay. okay. Is isn't it weird that every human has like a physical location at all times? And hear me out. Wait, I'm, I sound like a crazy person right now, but like Elton John is doing something right now. What do you think Elton John's doing? Probably in the bathroom. That's where my mind went too. Yeah. He seems like the guy that spends a lot of time in the bathroom. Listen, you know. Listen, you know. Everybody you, has to use the bathroom. When you got a first name for a last name, what are you gonna do? Everything else about you is crap. Anyways. Everything else is unimportant. <laughs> Everything else is unimportant at that time. Uh but no, ev- every single person alive is doing something right now when we're doing this. Yeah. Like what what do you think Emma Watson is doing right now? Flossing. She seems like the type of person to floss all the time. You're right. Man, two for two. <laughs> two for two, Andrew. It would be really weird if you had some sort of live tracker feed and you just pulled up on Man, your phone dude, and you're like, you're, wow, you're right. You're they are on. On. Wow. You must have the you same also pay for the same Patreon. <laughs> but No, it's, it's so yeah. weird that like every famous person is doing something right now. And probably they're doing something very mundane yeah. and uninteresting. Probably. And they're just like, ah, it's Saturday again. I gotta take the kids out and we gotta do things and wash the car and let the dog out. They don't let their own or they, dogs out. Or they, they have, have their guy. people. They yeah, have they have a guy. They're like, oh, make sure you take care of my kids today too. Okay, <laughs> so like, which, right. which famous person do you feel like is doing the most exciting thing right now? The most exciting? Th- Markiplier. <laughs> That's true. But in the traditional Hollywood celebrity yeah. sense, Tom Cruise is always doing something. He came to mind. He's always doing something crazy and exciting. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Probably, he's probably more mid-tier he's in excitement level. probably just smoldering at a camera. Well, yeah. But he's he Dwayne is also the type of person that he's, he's broken out of just being an action hero into voice acting in a few like comedic roles and everything. Right. So it's not exclusively doing something exciting but he could be he has that range he do have range he play u- he has ukulele. that range he sing he flex peck but most importantly he protect he protect <laughs> <laughs> he's got it all oh man that is weird to think about though but yeah and just say. i was listening to a podcast yesterday it was talking about uh main character energy i listened to that same podcast episode yesterday, yesterday. <laughs> Well, yeah, and I, I thought about that. And I was like, you know, that's that is something that's a good concept to talk about. And it's weirdly prideful, I think, to think that I'm the main character. But, but the thing hear is, me is out. Y- you are the main character. Well, yeah, because Every, you, your whole life is viewed from your, your perspective. Your perspective. So how are you to think anything else other than, well, for my storyline? I am the main character. I right. think that's. I don't think that's selfish or prideful. I think it's just. Yeah, and I think there's two sides to it, right? Because yeah. there's the there's you can fall into the the idea of it being prideful because you're like, listen, the world revolves around me. 
you know, everybody should do everything to my whim, whatever. But on the flip side, it's like, okay, there's nobody else who's going to do this thing for me. So if I want to progress my story in a positive way, it's like, I got to do it. It's like video games, except real life. Exactly. Or you're writing the novel of your own life. Ooh, that's deep. You're writing the novel of your own life. Are you going to let the steely blows of destiny strike you? Steely blows of destiny. Yeah. Or are you just going to sit there and let life decide for you? Mm, But That'll preach. That'll preach hard. I'll amen to that, preacher. <laughs> amen. Uh, park it there, preacher. <laughs> but yeah, no, I main character energy. Well, and I, it's funny because I was talking to a friend yesterday too, and I was like, man, a couple weeks back, I literally felt like I was getting like NPC responses from people. Like I would walk up to them uh-huh. and be like, oh, hey, how's it going? And then they would just be like, Ah, traveler, how are you doing today? <laughs> I used to be a, an adventurer like you until I took an arrow to the knee. Yes, which apparently means to get married. It's a, oh, really? like a Scandinavian or did not know that. Norwegian. I thought it was just a Skyrim thing. Yeah, it's it's some sort of thing to do there. It is like an actual expression, but but it was weird, man, because I was like, I just feel like these people are just giving me like the most generic responses. <laughs> Almost to be like I'm progressing the storyline. <laughs> you, you know how it is and, in a game, and you won't get new responses. It's until no new responses. Well, yeah. yeah, until you complete another main main objective in your in your storyline. Yeah, and then I told this to Jaden because it was happening and he was nearby, and I was like, "Man, I feel like I keep getting like just generic responses," <laughs> and he's like, "Man, that's crazy." <laughs> and then he was like, and he paused for like a solid five seconds, and he's like. You know, that reminds me of the story once. And then he, like, just opened up his dialogue chain. That's <laughs> was, awesome. And I don't, and he wasn't doing it intentionally, but I was just like, see, like that? That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> you know? It's like I was... Wow, Andrew, that is interesting. The va- oh, no. <laughs> well, it's... I get that. You're going to get that. Like, if, if you work in customer service, you get those responses from customers. I feel like an NPC. Right. You feel like an NPC. The people that come in feel like an NPC because you always have the same prompt and nine times out of 10, the responses are the same. So if it's like, oh man, that, that weather's crazy today. And they're like, yep, that's Iowa for you. Or they're like, it wouldn't be so bad if it wasn't for the wind. Right. Somebody you, said that to me yesterday. You know? And so it's like, you just... It's it, not the heat that'll get you. It's, it's the humidity. Exactly. It's like you it's people have their generic (laughs) their generic responses that they're going to hit you with oh here with our hopes and dreams but (laughs) but it's weird when you're not working Mm. when you're not working it's like you're talking with people that you know Mm -hmm. and they're presumably acquaintances or friends and when they're all hitting you with the generic one-line responses and you're just like is there like a new patch that came out or something and just everybody else needs to update? <laughs> I don't know. It's just weird. Oh, man. It was just... It's, it was it's crazy to think of life in video game terms. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, I've... I had a boss once who was a millionaire and he became a millionaire while I worked for him. Right. And he would always tell me about money and his view on it and how money was just a game you just had to know how to play right and so he i think he was literally like just trying to game the system in a way yeah and yeah and he he did well he's still doing well as far as i know 
But it's funny, people can become successful in real life while thinking about life as a video game. Yeah, it's life. Life is just a bunch of numbers. Life is like a box of games. Life is like a box of games. You make decisions and don't know what's going to happen until the end. You don't know what happens till you bite into it? No, that's, um, I don't know. I've never seen the movie. No, it's life is like a box of chocolates. You never, you never know what you're going to get until you have one. Is that really that feel like that's very anticlimactic? No, that's yeah, that's the actual quote from it. Come on, Mr. Hanks. Well, and and it's funny too because people Can are I call like, you oh. Mr. <laughs> people are like, oh, that's you know, that's that's a deep quote and everything. But then people were like, well, actually, if you flip the box over, <laughs> it tells you what the chocolates are. <laughs> so, you know, it's it's kind of lost on that, but it's true to life because until you actually start doing things and experiencing things, you don't know what your life's going to be like. That's true. Because, again, okay. You've got to leave the main town that you were spawned into. Is that what you were going to say? I was going to, I was literally going to be like, okay, so like for the first 18 years or yes. so of your life, you could maybe say that you're in the tutorial. Let's just say, for example, <laughs> if we're sticking with gaming terms, okay, you're in the tutorial, you're still on a pretty set path. And the path is kind of determined by like your parents, you know, people of authority in your life, teachers, you know. Yeah, they provide your backstory. Churches, preachers, whoever. They kind of help lean you and guide you in a a hopefully ideal track. Yeah, not always. A safe and ideal track. But ultimately, once you hit 18, you are given the keys to the to the train volkswagen of your life it turns from a train track into the open road yeah which is dangerous don't take your train out onto the open road and then you just and then there's a new trolley problem a new trolley problem blow up the baby with the trolley Uh, the only moral decision the only option but yeah and then from there you have to basically go and experience and figure it out which it's not to say that you should go out and experience everything because there's some things that i can say i don't need to experience because i just know they're not good for me exactly like politics i don't know i think i'd be really good at politics (laughs) i would love to president boer okay impromptu presidential debate right now okay um wrong that was good. Okay. But no, it was good. Games. Uh, well, I mean, going down that line of path. So am I Republican and you're liberal in this scenario? Oh, we're going down that line. Okay. Yeah, I'm fine for, um, for a minute. <laughs> um, you can be Republican. Or can I be like nonpartisan? You can be non-denominational. You can be a pescatarian. I don't, I don't care. I'm pescatarian. Ooh, they only eat fish, right? That, That's that their is whole true. thing. All right, I'm ready. Are you a Republican then? I'm pescatarian. All right, you have to start it. Hey, everybody. I'm just your average Republican. I wear red all the time, and I'm against eating fish, specifically. (laughs) Well, what my opponent clearly has failed to recognize is the potential fish voters, okay? Ah. He's coming out here... Guns ablazing, not willing to even look at the scales, huh? uh, the scales <laughs> of what he's putting out there, and it's just, it's just foolish. I have a foolish opponent, a foolish man, 
not willing to deal with the reality that fish is full of omega-3s. And those threes are nothing but good things for your brain. Look at me. Pescatarian. <laughs> Don't listen to this man. <laughs> One bite of fish and you'll be hooked. Uh, <laughs> and it's, it's bad for you. <laughs> I have no further statements. If you're talking about all the fat that's found in fish, it's actually been found out to be really healthy for you. So check and mate. Trust me. You, if you eat fish, you're going to be getting the tail end of that deal. Uh, <laughs> don't be gillable your honor <laughs> i don't know why we're into court now your honor <laughs> my defendant here clearly is mistaken because he seems to think that fish are friends and not food this it's man true. is fish are friends not food clearly mistaken as a pescatarian i can assure you fish are delicious oh, some might say I, I too am a pescatarian <laughs> Who let this man in here? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Excuse me, I was taking a breathing break. Um, (laughs) Judge, if you feel like you're not physically able. (laughs) I feel feel like we're devolving into madness. Nah. That was good. Pescatarian. I need to learn more about my pescatarian roots so I can pull that out. (laughs) Well, I've always liked... I always thought it was funny whenever people are like, I'm just going to pretend that I'm vegetarian or something. And then they just whip out and then they're just like, yeah, I only eat vegetables and only eat fruit. And if you kill animals to eat meat, you're a monster. Just to specifically like trigger people that they know would get upset over it. I've always thought that to be funny, but I also have a weird sense of humor. Did you see the guy who was Mr. Broccoli? Have you seen Mr. Broccoli? I feel like I've heard that name. So I, it was either very recently or a couple years ago this happened. Okay. It was while while uh, Pierce Morgan was doing his thing, which is still currently. So I have no idea when this happened. But I feel like it was like 2019. Got We're it. just going to go with 2019. I could be very wrong. Sounds but good. there was a guy, Mr. Broccoli, who got arrested for dressing up as a broccoli and like harassing people, oh, because like for meat, eating meat and stuff like that. Oh, anyways, he ended up going on whatever British show Pierce Morgan is on. Is that Good Morning America? No, that's not it. <laughs> that British man. Good morning, yeah. America. Good morning, America. We wish we had conquered like, you, you, you dirty <laughs> colonialists, <laughs> you Yankees. Anyways, you betrayers of the crown. Now, good morning, Britain. Now, and good, just is it over. Good Morning Britain? Good, and it's probably Good Day. Good Day, Britain. Good day, good day, UK. Good day, UK. Ooh, yeah. oh, there we go. Day, UK. Good okay. day, UK. So Pierce Morgan right. on Good Day, UK. Got it. Had Mr. Broccoli on, and Mr. Broccoli subtly kept on calling Pierce Peas, Peas Morgan. Yeah, Peas Morgan. <laughs> and they were like, "So, do you believe you are a broccoli?" And he's like, "I am. Bro- I am a broccoli. I don't have to believe it. I am. I am a broccoli." And they're like, so what, what do you do for work? And he's like, I grow. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm, man, like, oh, I was dying. Interesting. They, they did end up like reprimanding him for not having any facts behind his thing about only eating plants is way better for you. Like, Oh, sure. Yeah. So, yeah, he basically had like the, he was like waving this flag of like, Oh yeah, this is what I believe in. And then then he didn't didn't have have any any facts or knowledge. 
Yeah, he but was, it was it was hilarious nonetheless. Just because he's like, "No, nah, peas." It's like, "Are you calling me peas?" What? Yes, <laughs> I am. <laughs> yes. Oh, you've got me. Yes. <sighs> anyway, it's very funny. You should watch the Mr. Broccoli clip on Mr. Good Day USA. I mean, Good Day UK. Good Day UK. Hmm? Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, something I'll have to add to the list. That's I've been telling people that for years. That's my favorite. Mr. Thing. Broccoli. No, no. I'll add that to the list. Good Day UK. I'll add that to the list. Which one? No, saying... Which one have you been saying for years? <laughs> I'll add that to the list. That's... Like, people say, like, oh, you should watch this movie or TV show, and I'm like, ah, I'll add that to the list. There is no list. There is no list? <laughs> no list. I'm going to force you to watch everything sometime. Yeah. I mean, if it's genuinely something that I was already planning on watching, and if I say, oh, it's on the list, that's different. If I what say about, it's on the list, what about you're you're on my list? You're on my list. It's a bad thing. It means it's, it's a bad a, thing. it's a kill list, right? Hit I'm gonna list. bleep out that word. Oh, <laughs> you can say that word. <laughs> Lists are fine. No, not those kind. <laughs> but <laughs> the um, yeah hit list. I don't Stop have saying that. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I will, I'm trying to think. If I had a list, listen. I had a list when I was a kid. Actually, I didn't. I couldn't say my R's for a while, though. Yeah. Laura was Loa. Loa. You hit me. You hit me with the clicker. I said that when I was a child because <laughs> Laura hit me with a clicker. Which, oh, the TV uh, yeah, remote. Yeah. We called it the clicker growing up because they called it a clicker on uh, Arthur. Really? Yeah. You clicker. watched Arthur growing up? Yes, I watched Arthur growing up. I never watched Arthur growing up. Really? Yeah. Why? Were you not allowed? I don't think it was we weren't allowed. Was it it's human, just, human su- supremacy and they didn't want you to hang around aardvarks? You know, those dirty aardvarks. I just don't think we ever got well, into it. Did you even learn how to spell aardvark without watching Arthur? Yes. How do you spell aardvark, Andrew? A-A-R-D-V-A-R-K. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Checks out. <laughs> he, he passed. He, he passed, passed the test. Yeah, I mean, A-A-R-D-V-A-R-K. you don't think that comes up too often. A A R D V A R K. Oh, speaking of childhood things, what's if first thing comes to mind when you're like, when you were a kid, you're like, I need to pay attention because if I ever run into this in real life, I need to know what to do in this situation because you saw it like on TV okay. or in a movie, and I can give you an example if you don't have one off the top of your head. Okay. There is, I think it is, it's from the Love Comes Softly series. Okay. I know. it's. it's Haven't seen it, but go it, on. This is, it's a girly movie, and I grew up with sisters with no brothers, so I watched all of the Love Comes Love Come Softly movies. Mm. Anyways, it's like the second, third, or fourth one. The dad oh, is... A lot. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. There's a lot. There's a lot. What's his... Anyways, I'm not going to get into the, the minutia. <laughs> the lore. The lore. <laughs> the backstory. Anyways. Um... But the dad at one point is chopping wood and the axe slips and it cuts oh, into his leg. Oh, yeah. And when I was 18, I saved my dad's life by doing what the boy did in the movie. Really? Yeah. And I took off my belt, made a tourniquet, ran up, got help, got him to an ambulance. So, yeah. Wow. So, yeah, I saved my dad's life because of something I learned on a movie, a girly movie growing up. Wow. Yeah. Man, didn't like as soon as that happened and, and the EMTs arrived and they're like, you, "Boy, you just saved your father's life." Did your shirt just like 
rip down the middle yeah, and then like your hair lengthened immediately five inches and mm-hmm. then the breeze started coming Wait, what in. is today uh the 15th <laughs> yes it okay is. so it was it was seven years ago yesterday that it happened really yeah wow yep april 14th 2016 that's peculiar what are the odds what are the odds i so i just was telling ali saltzman this story two days ago okay. i'm like you know what Seven years ago tomorrow. <laughs> now he's like, seven years ago yesterday. Yeah, weird how time makes me tell the story slightly differently. Yeah, every time. Every time. Yeah, but for me to to answer my own question, yeah. I guess. Hey, Andrew, let me just no, no, spin no. that back around and go to no. you. Well, it's like, I have to like verbally tell myself that because otherwise... Like, I'll ask you a question, and then I'll just be like, eh, I don't need to answer that. And I'll just keep going. <laughs> I'm like, ah, that's somebody else's problem. That's, I'll just keep yeah, moving yeah, on. Get it out of here. No, but for me, it was quicksand. Oh, I was oh, like... Oh, I love that movie. I was... No. <laughs> I was Have like... Have you not seen it? No. Oh, it's a like movie? a... Yeah, it's like a 1950s movie. Oh, interesting. But no, like, so many TV shows and movies are like, ah, quicksand. We're not going to be able to get out of this. And I was... I mean, as a kid, I was legitimately like, I'm going to run into this one day. So I need to know. Yeah, quicksand was always so scary in TV shows and yeah, movies. Yeah, because they're like, the more you struggle, the faster you go down. And I was like, that's going to be my first instinct, man. Like, I'm going to want to struggle to try and get out. But I was like, no, you can't do that. And I was just like, oh, okay. But I've never <laughs> once ran into quicksand. Granted, we live in the Midwest. And it's it not true. common. Where is quicksand common? I think it's more Mordor? so... <laughs> the fictional land... <laughs> fictional land one does not simply walk the motor um no it's 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 in places where there's sand and water basically because all that that's that's all quicksand is it's just regular sand that likes to sprint a lot (sighs) so fast (laughs) (laughs) it's the quick it's It's like sonic and sand had a baby agility sand I have a sad story about what? something like quicksand, if you want to hear it. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. We'll just ignore so, it. So, in Alaska, uh-huh. there is certain beaches that have, I think the word is silt on them. Okay. And I'll have to relook that word up and replace it with the correct word if I'm wrong. Okay. Um, but basically, it's like quicksand, and once the tide starts coming in, you sink in and you can't get out. Like, right. Like I'll show you some pictures later of people trying to get people out of silt and doesn't work. It doesn't work. So there was this story and it's, it's a real true story of people who got married and were taking pictures on the beach. And one of them, the wife or husband got stuck and were trying to get out. Yeah. And couldn't. So the other one stayed there with them and they both drowned as the tide came in. What? Yeah. That's so sad. I know. Till death do we part, right? Yeah. That's anyway. So quicksand and stuff like that. No joke. Again, but it's like it's it's not something you run into every day. But I feel like if you knew about that because you grew up around it, you would know to be cautious of it. It's like what's what's an Iowan equivalent? Iowa, surprisingly, one of the safest states ever. There's True. Nothing up. You, there's you can fall off a, a slight ledge. We have those. No, no, not even big hills with drop offs. Honestly, maybe if you're standing on a box, take an angle too quick trip. Yeah, honestly, putting something on top of a shelf, maybe sprain your back. Yeah, I mean Iowa really is. There's not. 
There's not even like corn you sharks might. Yeah. or something. You don't even have corn to worry sharks. about that. I mean, that's an interesting concept. Yeah. It's just. Is that a deer? Corn shark? <laughs> can gotta we please, watch out for the antlers. Can we start calling deer <laughs> corn, corn sharks? sharks? I'm 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 down with that. I I'll try to remember that. <laughs> I want to start this corn sharks. Look at all those corn sharks. Oh, there's a ten pointer out there. Ten point corn shark. <laughs> yeah, a good I mean, gamer handle on honestly. Ten point corn shark. Ten point corn shark. It's a mouthful, but it it's is good. Yeah, I mean Iowa doesn't have any like naturally occurring. I'm gonna see. I, I bet there are dangers. some venomous snakes. Um, well, sure. I mean, there's always there's always venomous snakes. I'm sure there's some dangerous spiders. Um, there's probably well, like, are there bears in Iowa? Uh, probably in northern Iowa, there's okay. been a few. There's mountain lions. Um, Iowa has only four venomous snakes. Okay, and their bites are rarely fatal if treated. The Massasauqua and timber rattlesnakes are rare. But found in eastern and southern Iowa. Yeah, that's another thing. I was always like, man, I really hope I don't run into a rattlesnake. But then I spent the majority of my life living indoors. So I didn't have to worry about running into rattlesnakes because they don't come inside very exactly. often. They want that hot outdoor sun. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, rattlesnakes and I are very much alike now. <laughs> I want that hot, humid sun. Nice. But... Yeah. I'm excited to get tanned this summer. It's going to be great. I'm excited to not blind people. You know, it's funny. So I'm Irish. Yeah, you and the weekend you have know. something in common. As you know. <laughs> but so last week when I was helping my father-in-law clear a bunch of brush and sticks and trees and whatnot, um, your dad came by the house. Mm-hmm. And your, your, your dad called my father-in-law and they're talking on the phone. And your dad was like, I'll tell Andrew's got nice legs because I was wearing shorts. What on earth? And he was like, <laughs> and then I was like, well, I hope you didn't get blinded by him. And then he relayed that to your dad. And then your dad thought it was pretty funny. But in last year, whenever it started being short season, I was walking in the warehouse at, at Coke and the warehouse manager saw me and he's like, whoa, oh man, oh, geez, I can't even see, man. <laughs> And, and my boss was like, give him a break, man, you know? And I was like, look, it's genetics. I can't control this Andrew, much as I try. I have an idea. Yeah. And this is something we were going to do at one we're point. We're going to get 10 together? Let's do it. Can hey, we? Hey, I'm done with that. Because yeah. honestly, we should just get our give ourselves a head start. We should yeah. just go get a tan. Yeah. That's what we should do next Saturday. <laughs> ah, It's like, listen, you know, I need to... I need some time to go with the boys, go get or tanned. Or maybe I go do it tomorrow. Mm. Maybe I should do it tomorrow afternoon. Who can stop well, me? Probably no one. Yeah, that's I right. I would assume because you write your own story. Porque soy un hombre y escribo mi propio, propio historia. See, si, you're the writer of your own story. I hope I said something close to because I'm a man and I write my own story. <laughs> Have you seen those reels where it's like, this is how you say, hello, how are you in Spanish? And then it's just something completely incorrect and something no, that's I haven't completely... No, oh, I'll have to see if I can find it. But like, I'll go to the comments and they're like, do not say this. This is incredibly is offensive. Is it like when I said, uh, je suis un pomme de terre et je veux danser avec tes grammaires? Um, 
you can leave my grandmother out of this. Yeah, that but, was one word. Uh, I said, I am a potato <laughs> and I want to dance with your grandmother. And that's why I leave my grandmother out of this. Um, but I, I, I've seen a couple of them. But yeah, every single time they're like, it's terribly offensive. Do not say this. But he'll be like, say this to your crush. She'll love it, you know? And it's just something really, uh, really bad. So I'm catching what you're tossing. Yeah. I feel like I might have sent you some, but I've also sent you... You probably have a backlog yeah, of like do. 15. There's, I think, 10 or 15 people that you know, I haven't responded to on Instagram because it's just a lot of memes. And yeah, and you got to be in a meme, to respond meme to all of mood. Yeah. 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 You're a busy man. You've got things to do. Yeah, that's right. I have games to play <laughs> games to play dishes Music to wash to chili to bake wait chili casserole would be probably pretty good andrew actually would be like cornbread Can, layer chili yeah. beans yeah corn shark food layered chili beans are we about to are we about to make a cooking channel make a cooking channel right now is yeah. this happening the two least qualified do we people. just have a broment dude bro <laughs> Straight up having a bromid, dude. <laughs> what? So you know how they're mentos? Are they bromids? Because like men, men, mentos, bromids. You're trying hard not to laugh. I can see it. See how life is like a video game. <laughs> sometimes you get really dumb dialogue. And sometimes characters just don't have words. Yeah, that's the mute characters that show up. I wish I could mute some characters in my life. You know what I'm saying? Hey! Hey! Yeah. Me too. Me too. Actually, no. I've lived a, I've been living a really peaceful life nice. for like the last couple of couple of months since I've started my new position at work. It's like I just kind of do my job and go home to your family and your wife and kids. Kids to my wife with and kids. no kids. Okay, zero kids. All right, I'll be. I'll get that wouldn't twenty dollars. Be funny, dude. One way or another. Wouldn't it be? Wouldn't it be funny if I announced that my wife and I were pregnant and put it on the podcast? But it was like you'd have to be listening faithfully to the podcast to hear about it, <laughs> and only the people that listen to the podcast would know. Right, and I wouldn't we wouldn't do anything on Facebook or anything. We wouldn't even tell family. Honestly. We'd just be like, "Listen, if you're listening to the podcast, like, they're like, like you, you said didn't you tell were. your own family and you're like, "Well, guess my own family didn't listen mm. to my own podcast." Yeah. It's so, like, and then if you were listening turn to it the on podcast. Them. Exactly. That, that would be really funny to do. But Honestly, do it. I I would love to, but I'd have to convince Mi esposa. That's my spouse, right? Yep. Yes. Okay, good. And, and you use the right gender, too. Because ah. esposo is, is husband, esposa is wife. So sí. if you had said tu esposo. Debatable. Debatable. I don't know if that's debatable in Spanish. I had a dream that Mexico was three and a half hours away. So oh, you lived also, in Texas? Also... <laughs> I had this weird dream. Have you? Did you ever watch? Probably not. The Rodgers and Hammerstein Cinderella. No. Okay. Well, I had a dream last night that I was watching a remake of that movie, and there was an entirely new song in the movie about accidentally misgendering the princess horse. 
that, uh, <laughs> you know, that's a problem nowadays, I guess. It was great. It was awesome. It's rewritten for a current audience. Yeah. They, they said, oh, sir, are you a sir? And he said, nay. <laughs> that's uh, weird. I also had a weird dream tonight or last night this morning. Who am I? Where am I? No, but so Shelby had to get up early because of the ladies conference going on. So mm-hmm. she, we woke up because her alarm went off and I was like, I'm just going to go back to bed and go to sleep. So I fell asleep and I had a dream that I was at work mm-hmm. and Tom, my brother was working there with me too. And he's like, Hey, and we were at the fairgrounds. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I was up here in the attic and I found like all this old vintage stuff. And he was like, here's a video game that I found. You take it. And I was like, okay, cool. So I took it. And in my dream, I loaded it up. I played the game. I played through the game and beat the game. In your In dream. my dream. That's amazing. And I remember distinctly like, so it's a Mario game. And what it is is that it's a 3D platformer and you play different characters, but the different characters have different, different abilities. abilities. Yeah. So it was like, but like you could switch them in and out. So at one point I was Luigi, one point I was Mario, one point I was Donkey Kong, one point I was Toad, the Koopa, and like it just switched out the characters that did different things. And then at the end, you had to fight Bowser and defeat him, whatever. But anyways, but I remember distinctly like going through some of the levels and getting to the end and dealing with the mechanics and beating the game. And then like turning to be like, man, that was really cool like that you found this game, whatever. But then I wake up and I was like, ah, I wonder what time it is. And Shelby hadn't even left yet. And I was like, like what time is it? And she was like, oh, it's like seven o'clock or whatever. And I was like, I've only been asleep for an hour. She's like, yeah. And I was like, I just had like the most long drawn out dream. And like, I went through the progression of this game and I was like, I really felt like number one, you'd already left. And number two, that time had passed so much more. Right. So when I woke up, I was like, dreams are crazy, man. Yeah. Dreams are really weird. The passage of time doesn't make sense when you're sleeping. What are your theories on dreams, Andrew? I think it's time travel. Think it's time travel? <laughs> think, yeah. Interdimensional yeah. time travel? I've had this theory since I was like five. I okay? would love for you to explain it to me. Good. So here's my theory. All right. So not only are we all the main characters, okay. we also are all time travelers. Oh, we're all time travelers? All time travelers. Okay. All right. So whenever you go to sleep, mm-hmm. You leap ahead in time to when you wake up. Okay, so we just kind of close our eyes, we pass out, and we leap ahead to when we wake up. Okay, right down. Because, and this is what my theory was as a child. I was like, it's so weird that I can fall asleep at nine o'clock at night, close my eyes, feels like it's only been a couple of minutes, and then wake up and it's the next day. You know, it doesn't feel like I've been laying motionless for eight hours, and yet when I wake up, Times past. So, in my very limited child like mine, I was like, okay, well, how would this work? And I was like, maybe everyone's consciousness is accelerating to the point when they wake up. Because during that time when you're sleeping, you're not doing anything, obviously. Mm-hmm. So, I was like, so maybe my consciousness is like, Going, I fall asleep, I wake up, and I move on to the next point of time when I'm awake. Because then my consciousness actually gets to do something. But I was like, as a kid, I was like, so does that mean like if I keep, if 
falling asleep and waking up, like I'm somehow going to get ahead of other people's consciousness, but they're going to be like behind and they're going to have to go to sleep and wake up and try and catch up. And I was like, maybe that would work. But I was like, but if people are older than you, they've been time jumping longer than you have. So that's why people get older is because they time jump in their sleep. Exactly. So really beauty sleep is actually ugly sleep. Ugly sleep. <laughs> oh, well, it's like your obviously your body does a maintenance while you're sleeping, but I mean time travel. I think you're onto something Dude, Andrew. and I was like 5, <laughs> 6, 7 years old when I thought of this and I was like that's the only thing that makes sense. That that's why there's a gap in time. That's that's why. Or maybe our souls leave our bodies for the night. Just like, <laughs> just right out the body. Yeah, and then then they come back in in the morning. And then and when we sleep in, it's because our souls were taking too long doing whatever souls do when we're out there. So they're it's not weary. our fault. They're weary, weary souls, traveler. When we're just wayfaring strangers, could be ships. What's in a the way? Night. What's a wayfaring stranger? I think it's somebody that fares ways at. Instead of the high, water? high V's. <laughs> high V. The one that got Where away. there's a helpful smile in every aisle. I also like... I like Moby Dick and the idea of like the great white whale that he chases. It's like, ah, this beast that you can never conquer, you can never defeat. I like, a, I like thinking of corporations like Moby Dick because I'm just like, ah... There she be, the unstoppable beast in just McDonald's. <laughs> uh, yeah, it makes me makes me. Chuckle I've never myself. read or watched or anything. I don't know anything about. You Moby don't Dick. know anything. I guess it's an allegory. Other than whale, it's an allegory. Is for M- Mr. Mosby's in it? No, not quite. But there's a guy. What's the guy's name? I I actually don't know. There's a guy. All I know is that Moby... Mosby Dick, yeah. No, Moby's the whale. But I I guess it's an allegory. Man, the man in the boat is mankind and humanity. And the whale is supposed to be God. If I'm remembering what the allegory is. Yeah, it's about Free Willy, right? That's that's the sequel to Moby Dick. It's Free (laughs) Willy. (laughs) Let me actually look because technology is a thing i don't and know then, about, about the story but it's a whale of a tail it's a whale oh goodness more pescatarian humor <laughs> <laughs> yeah we you know you pescatarians you know yeah you pescatarians love those pescatarian you guys jokes. are loving it you're like they're we talking about us <laughs> Whoa, hey, we're finally getting recognition we're finally yeah they're finally they all talk like this oh. the latest fish <sighs> Whoa. Can okay. you have fish steak? <gasps> Andrew, while you're looking that up, okay. I just want to say that I want to go deep sea fishing so bad. It's not really? even funny. Yes. I, would l- I wanted to do that for a long time in high school. I wanted to be a deep sea fisherman and catch bluefin tuna. Dude, they're so expensive. If you can catch a big bluefin tuna. Listen. I'm passionate about this. Go ahead with your story. No, I... I don't like the ocean. <laughs> oh, see, I wouldn't like to be in the ocean unless I had a fishing, boat. Fishing. Fishing, yes. Is cool. Being on a boat in the ocean, though, I wouldn't be able so to do that. So exciting. Nah, dude. I've been on lakes, big lakes, like Lake Superior and stuff. I want to do more than fish. 
His build fences. Just eat the fish. <laughs> oh, he's eat, eat, eat the fish. <laughs> eat the fish. Anyways, um, go ahead with what you okay. were saying. So I just looked up Moby Dick allegory, and it says, the whole of Moby Dick may be read as an allegory for human search for meaning, with Ahab's quest to pursue and hunt Moby Dick, symbolic of man's desire to master nature and understand life's mystery. The whale, after all, is repeatedly emphasized as a symbol of inscrutability and evasiveness. So... Yeah, but sounds too deep for me. There's that's the well. It's funny too. As a as an author, it's like okay, I am specifically writing a story with a specific intention. But then a hundred years later, these English professors are like, "What did the author mean?" And you could just go from anywhere and say whatever you want to say and be like, "Yep, it's clearly an allegory for why PUBG is better than Fortnite. Why you shouldn't floss." After playing PUBG. <laughs> PUBG. That's the dangers of it. I've never played PUBG. It was uh, big in college, though. It was illegal in college. I'm going to rat all of my friends out right now. <laughs> Go ahead. Start listing them off. <laughs> well, first you have Austin. Good. Hi, Austin. Uh, John. <laughs> that, that just the one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, John. O- John. O- um wait why are you including their last names too cooper (laughs) (sighs) probably jacobs (laughs) uh i was just trying to kill time so that way we can move on to our Um, last segment caleb (laughs) actually i have no idea if you played it (sighs) we are going david (laughs) not just that was a joke everybody knows i'm joking about that one um yesterday the the interaction i had with the guy he comes up to the counter and he's like um is it is your chowder manhattan or new england new england and he has this very not british but like the most american version of british yeah um you can have he's very posh right and i'm like uh i don't know where it's from man and and he's like is it tomato based? I'm like, no, nah, it's like cheese cheeseburger milk based. It's a cheeseburger chowder. And he's like, oh, all right. Anyways, walks away. <laughs> doesn't doesn't order it. And then, like at the end of his meal, comes up and he give, gives me two dollars in the the tip jar. And I'm like, thank you so much. And he just raises his hand, like, don't talk to him. And I'm like, I don't know what's going on. Thank you, though. I don't know. It was weird. <laughs> at least you have a good final story. Right. For, for your day, your last day at Smoky Row. The last day. Okay. <clears throat> okay, okay, this okay. Is, again, again, again. We are coming in hot. All right. We're, so, we're flaming. Flaming hot. So, Cheetos. Jonathan, you've given me the prompt. I've given you the prompt. So, I have down... Write me episode five of hit comedy drama, Oops, I Married a Toaster, starring Kevin Laird and his wife, a literal toaster. His wife wants to go deep sea fishing and catch a bluefin tuna. And then I've included my own prompt in there as well. So we are going to punch this into chat GPD and uh-huh. see what it punches out. Perfect. So let me see. It starts with episode five and it's titled Fishing for Love. Oh, <laughs> 
All right. Life with you is like a roller coaster. Oops, I married a toaster. <laughs> Kevin Laird is sitting in his living room, flipping through the TV channels when his wife, a literal toaster, enters the room. Toaster. Hey, Kevin, I was thinking we should go deep sea fishing this weekend. Deep sea fishing? I don't know if I'm up for that. I'm not much of a fisherman. Toaster. Come on, it'll be fun. Plus, I really want to catch a bluefin tuna. Kevin, a bluefin tuna? Those are huge. I don't think we have the equipment to catch something like that. Toaster, don't worry. I've already made arrangements. I've booked a charter with Captain Joe's deep sea fishing. Kevin, you've already (laughs) booked it? Okay, I, I guess we're going deep sea fishing. Later that day, Kevin's friend Tony comes over to hang out. Tony, hey man, what's going on? (laughs) No, Kevin, ah, my wife wants to go deep sea fishing this weekend. Tony, deep sea fishing? That sounds like a blast. Kevin, I don't know. I'm not really a fishing guy. Toaster, nonsense. You'll love it, Kevin. And who knows? Maybe you'll even catch a big one. Tony, hey, mind if I come along? I've been dying to go deep sea fishing. Kevin, sure. The more the merrier. (laughs) The day of the fishing trip arrives, and the trio meets up with Captain Joe. Captain Joe, welcome aboard, folks. My name is Captain Joe, and I'll be your guide today. Toaster, hi, Captain Joe. I'm a toaster. (laughs) (laughs) Captain Joe, Uh. uh, okay then. Well, we'll be going to be heading out to some deep waters today, so make sure you're all prepared. As they make their way out to the fishing grounds, Kevin starts to feel a little queasy. Kevin, I don't feel so good. Tony, don't worry about it, man. Just focus on the fishing. Toaster, here, have a piece of bread. It always (laughs) makes me feel better. Kevin, thanks, Toaster. (sighs) They finally arrive at the fishing spot, and Toaster is the first to get a bite. Nice. Toaster, I think I've got something. Captain Joe, all right, bring it in. Reel it in. Toaster struggles to reel in the fish, but eventually she pulls it in. Toaster, it's a yellowtail. Not quite a bluefin tuna, but still a great catch. Tony is the next to get a bite. Oh. And he manages to reel in a decent-sized barracuda. Tony, this is awesome. (laughs) (laughs) And finally, it's Kevin's turn, and he feels a tug on the line. Kevin, I think I've got something too. Captain Joe, all right, let's see what you've got. Kevin struggles to reel in the fish, but eventually he manages to pull it in. Kevin, holy cow, it's a bluefin tuna. Whoa. Toaster, I told you we could do it. The trio returns home, tired but exhilarated from their fishing adventure. Toaster, that was so much fun. We should definitely do it again sometime. Kevin, yeah, maybe we will. Thanks for making me go, Toaster. Tony, anytime, man. I had a blast. (laughs) (laughs) As they sit down to enjoy a freshly grilled tuna steak, Kevin realizes that he's starting to see his toaster in a whole new light. Bro! (laughs) Uh, That, that was nice. That was good. That was really, really good. Yeah, that was good. So, (laughs) Fishing for Love. That's a good, that's a good title too. But, so, I, what I added to this prompt... Was it Tony? Well, I said include a lot of conversations and have a guest star appearance with his having a friend. So Tony was the <laughs> guest friend that showed up. That's awesome. So yeah, that's, that is the end of it. And I thought it would be funny too. I want to, 
I'm going to give chat GPT. I'm going to say, what are critics saying oh. about the hit comedy drama? Nice. Hit comedy drama. Oops. I married a toaster. And hopefully it's got more than enough information to pull from to where it might make something actually legible and interesting. Okay, as an AI language model, I don't have access to current reviews or opinions of Oops, I Married a Toaster, since my knowledge cutoff date is in 2021. However, I can create a hypothetical review yes. based on general opinions of comedy and drama genres. Hypothetically, <laughs> oh, this, hypothetically. this reads beautifully. Hypothetically, Oops, I Married a Toaster <laughs> could have garnered mixed reviews from critics due to its unique and somewhat absurd present or premise. That's true. While some critics may appreciate the show's creative and hilarious concept, mm-hmm. that's our concept, that's man. Our, yeah, that's is. ours. Others may dismiss it as too ridiculous or too outlandish. However, the show's blend of comedy and drama could potentially appeal to a wide range of viewers, especially those who enjoy witty humor and unconventional storylines. Yeah. The show's success may also depend on its ex- execution, including the performances of the actors quality of the writing, the pacing of the plot, and the brain of the toaster. <laughs> if these elements are well-crafted, the show could gain a strong following and become a cult classic. However, if the execution falls short, the show may struggle to gain traction and could ultimately be canceled after a few seasons. Well, we're hoping only for a few seasons anyway. Honestly, So, yeah. overall, Oops, I Married a Toaster has the potential to be a refreshing, entertaining addition to the comedy and drama genres. Genres. But its success will ultimately depend on its ability to strike a balance between humor and heart and its ability to resonate with audiences. That's good. I think chat GPT does like, oops, I made a toaster. Andrew, I know we aren't going to do it right now, but I thought of next week's. Okay. Well, as long as you write it down, we'll include can, it. Can I, can I give a teaser? Uh, yes, a teaser. So Kevin has to go to work. And Toaster has been tasked with babysitting the neighbor's kids. Ooh. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, yeah, there'll be like a seven-year-old, a five-year-old, and a baby. Ooh. That's tricky. Yeah, it is. Because she's a toaster. Because the thing is, she's a toaster. (laughs) That was so funny. Hi, Captain Joe. I'm a toaster. I'm a toaster. He's like, uh. So what's this toaster's uh, catchphrase going to be? I'm a toaster. It, it gets write, right to the point. I like it. It writes itself. You can include it anywhere. <laughs> Anyways, that concludes the episode for today. So Ooh, any closing thoughts, John, you want to leave our listeners with? Um, You know, go go eat some toast. Go eat some toast. You, you probably haven't had it in at least a few days because I feel like toast is becoming not as common as it used to be. And I think we should bring toast back. So go eat a piece of toast and have yourself a great day. Yeah, I agree. And make sure while you're eating that toast that you like, subscribe, and follow. Make sure you share this with all your friends that love or hate toast. Just just send it out. Uh, Bye. Bye.